Let's take off. Bongani and Nala on Radio 2000. And on the line, we've got Kolani Dube. Good morning, Kolani. Welcome to the takeoff. Morning to you as well as to the listeners. So, Stian Hazen is the new leader of the DA. Uh, Helen Zilla uh, has been re-elected as the chair of the party's federal council. Has the, has the DA given up on, uh, I guess, contesting the national election next year based on what's, what just happened? I, I think DA, to a certain extent, is very advanced. Uh, in understanding the politics, uh, mm. especially when it comes to power, clearly mm. indicate that they really, really comprehend what politics is all about and mm. what type of an organization it wants to be when it comes to the future of politics in our country. Because yeah. if you understand any political organization, they stand for a particular constituency and they stand for a particular interest. And so in this case, what happened post-Nazrek, the ANC became kind of a big brother to the constituency as well as to the economic ideology of what we call it the DA. Hence, if you remember that it was John Steinhazen who said to the South Africans, the DA need now to support all the endeavors that Obaba Usira Maposa is trying to do in order to take South Africa forward. And so it's clear that now DA, as Mahema would say, is sitting and is cruising. What do you take of the tone of Stian Hazen's acceptance speech? Um, where, um, I mean, he said they are coming for, for your homes, savings, government wants to control you, you know, power to the people. Um, you know that sort of narrative. What do you what do you what do you, what do you take uh, from his, accept, his, his acceptance speech? Look, you have to understand that politicians they always speak in folk tongues. You know, they always try to to to, to stroke our our our, our egos, and also they try to blindside us on the real issues. You know, I mm. think what you are saying, <laughs> in fact, is that uh, the issues of land expropriation without compensation is something that is not going to happen the way that the so-called historically dispossessed. Uh, want it to be. You know, there will be no uh, kind of expropriation in that uh, in that manner. And two, the issue of what you call it economic radical transformation in our country also is not going to happen the way that we, the dispossessed, want it to, 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 to happen. There will be ways of doing it, of which it has been happening since 1994, where the so-called the ruling elite in our country only invites certain black elites to sit around the table where the black elite always feast on the crumbs of what yeah. they of, of what is being offered by the so-called the ruling elite in our country. And so the status quo will remain, and I don't think that anything is going to change because we have to accept now that South Africa, when it comes to ideology, we have reached what we call it a unipolar, and on top of that, the ruling elite 
as well as those who advocate what we call neoliberalism in our country, mm. they are now at the driving seat and they are driving the agenda of our country. And there is no yeah. opposition. Now, I mean, speaking of that, Kolani, it's clear that the DA has very strong ambidextrous faces. I mean, there's the really, you know, young people who have a highly opinionated and then the old people who do not want to want to cling on to power. This is very evident by the look at what the resolutions from, you know, Mbalintuli and, and the people who support her have brought about, like protecting gay rights, um, outlawing of uh, hunting and animal trade and, and also the rent control in DA metros. With Stan Hazen now being the leader, what does this do for the future of the DA? You know, considering that a lot of young people are going towards the DA. You know, you remember that there was a time where there was an issue of Babucho ceremony. You know, people were mm-hmm. saying Babucho ceremony is just a mascot today in the DA uh, representing the black skin pigmentation. And also, if you have heard recently, or even yesterday, there was an outcry where people were saying Mbali duly lost because DA is not willing to transform. Uh, they still want to click to to the white skin pigmentation in terms of power and controlling the DA. I think that is fallacy, you know. Uh, Mbali Tuli, he is the, she is the member of the DA, and Balintuli, she was not going to change anything in the DA, because DA is an institution. It's just like you're hoping that Sam, uh, Sam Fander Mever, when he became a member of an EFF, he was going to change the EFF, or when Fander Mever became the leader of PAC, will change the ethos of, or, and, and, and the principles of the PAC. I, I think we, 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 we always try to create that utopian idea because we want to see things the way, like the way we want it. But the fact of the matter is that we have to accept is that each and every person in the DA is a liberal and is a capitalist to a certain extent. And so whatever she or he is doing is doing within that particular context. They are not willing to change the status quo. They are not willing to crack and pop the ideologies and the principles of the DA. Hence today, Mbalintuli still remain what we call it the, the DA member. And you have to accept that there is what we call it in South Africa, political professionals now. People mm. who go to politics for professional as a career. And so yeah. in that context, you have to understand that Mbalintuli and Matijizela uh, in the Western Cape, as well as Nwango in Guazulu Natal, and the other black people in various commas in the DA, they see DA as an employing agent, but not as a political organization that is out there maybe to be maneuvered or be mm. twisted in order to serve a particular agenda. Not at all. We need to be realistic. Just like the ANC, you know, people who think that the ANC is there to serve the interest of the poor. I think that person lives in a false paradise because you know it very well from its 
conception. It was the black petty bourgeoisie who created the ANC for a particular purpose, and it has not deviated from that purpose of serving the so-called the black elite in our society. Kolani, uh, thank you so much for speaking to us this morning. Thanks a lot to you as well as to the listeners. It was Kolani Tube, senior researcher at Zubair Institute for Research and Development. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. with Bongani and Nala. Let's take off.